Assalamu alaikum and welcome to our 27th episode of ABC Islam and our 24th episode of our very exciting season Ramadan Ready. We are two Muslim sisters talking about the ABCs of Islam all the way to XYZ. Today we're going to be talking about how you can actually lose weight or our sunnah tips on how you can lose weight after Ramadan or post Ramadan because we all know that some of you guys may have gained weight and it might be something that you're pretty guilty about but do not worry because we'll be giving some Islamic tips on how you can do this. But over here I have my Muslim sister. How are you today? Alhamdulillah, I've been good. And what about you? Alhamdulillah, I'm good too. And if you'd like to know more about us, please check out our trailer or alternatively the description box below. And inshallah, we're going to be posting a very exciting episode on Eid um, regarding that the fact that we have finished this Ramadan. And please do send us some good questions because we're going to be reading those out. And also... Uh, if you would like to send us questions, uh, you need to send us questions by the 29th Ramadan. And we are very grateful that we have received already some uh, questions from our Instagram, which is at Ambassadors of Islam. But if you'd like to send us uh, a question, you can actually send it to us three ways. Number one, you can send it to us through Anchor, which is uh, through a voice message. But you, the link will be in the description box below. And all you have to do is just click on the link. It will only take about two or three minutes to send us a question through a voice message. And you can actually um, send it to us. And it will only... Um, you need to have consent though that your voice will be on the podcast uh, number two you can also dm us on instagram which is at ambassadors of islam and number or number three you can also contact us on abc islam 100 at gmail.com so you can do any of those ways and you can send us a question but remember no personal questions um, so today we're actually going to be talking about sunnah ways to lose weight um, as we've said because i feel like a lot of you guys might have gained weight so um, do not worry because um, we're going to be giving some tips. So the first question that I would like to ask my sister is, should we really have been fasting to lose weight? I think that some of us might be guilty of that because we think, you know, before Ramadan, we're thinking, oh, I'm going to lose maybe two or three kilos because I'm fasting anyway. But if you have that intention, unfortunately, I think that your fasting has been discounted um, because... Because you were not doing it for Allah, you were just doing it to lose weight. So that can take away your um, rewards and stuff or, you know, abstaining yourself from food throughout the whole days for 30 days straight. Uh, but I think that um, it's okay if you have the intention to, you know, fast for the sake of Allah and then by the end of 30 days you end up just losing some weight that can be like a kind of like a side effect of it which is a good side effect but if you had the intention before ramadan that yes i'm going to be losing five kgs by fasting you know during ramadan then unfortunately i think that your intention has been the cause why maybe your fasting has not been accepted but not to worry uh, definitely and I also think that uh, to answer the question about should we have been fasting to lose weight I also think that we should not have been fasting to lose weight because again Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does know your intentions and your niyyah and you know even if you've been fasting just because your parents are fasting or because your friends are fasting you're still not going to get the reward um, well from what we have heard so you need to make sure you have only the intention that you want to do it for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala but I have heard from a sheikh that um, if you actually end up uh, 
um, you know, he actually said that you should weigh yourself before Ramadan and then you weigh yourself after Ramadan and see if there is a difference. And if you gained weight, that is so, sort of bad. If you have maintained your weight, then I guess that's okay. But if you have lost weight, that is also good. So if a sheikh is saying that if you lost weight during Ramadan, it is actually okay as long as you don't have the intention to just lose weight, then I think it's completely fine. Um, so definitely if it's a side effect, I think it's fine. And also, I think some people, like, they may also just want to, like, you know forcibly gain weight just to show that they've been fasting I don't know what the point is of this but uh, you definitely if you are just trying to gain weight just to show that oh you know I've been fasting then that's also pretty bad so definitely uh, the answer to the question is no we shouldn't have been fasting to lose weight I think that's very true and I think that for some of us maybe gaining one or two kgs is not really big of a deal because you just lose that maybe after Ramadan by just doing some exercise but uh, for some of us actually if it becomes like five six kgs that can be a very big problem because that means you have been eating way too much and very irregularly and that has to be reformed as soon as possible after Ramadan. Um, this brings us to our second question and that is what is the Islam's perspective on food etiquettes and and how to lose weight in general. Well, this is actually something very important because in order to actually know the sunnah tips to lose weight, we also have to know what is the general way of eating. And obviously the Prophet Muhammad really showed us very nicely on how he actually used to eat. And um, we actually summarized this through a very nice hadith that we found from Sahih al-Tirmidhi. Um, and I'm going to be saying this hadith and I quote, the son of Adam does not fill any vessel worse than his stomach. Sufficient for men are some morsels to keep his back straight, but if it must be one third for food, one third for water, and one third for air. And I end quote. So this clearly is a very, very good hadith which summarizes everything. And obviously, our interpretation is that clearly uh, everyone should make sure that they are not filling themselves to the brim. Like, don't make yourself very, very bloated. And or make sure you always follow the one third principle where you have one third water, one third air, which means you have still space in your stomach. And you also have one third for food. And I know that some of you guys might think that it's not very possible for us in this day and age when we have access to so many different types of foods to actually only eat enough to keep our back straight because obviously that time there may have been a food scarcity but now that there is actually a lot of food people might want to eat more than how much they can keep their back straight so um, obviously I guess it's fine as long as you're following the one third principle and you're not making yourself feel unwell if that makes sense and also I feel like this uh, one third principle can definitely be followed even without Ramadan you know we shouldn't only be following the sunnahs just in Ramadan you can also follow it outside of Ramadan and also I feel like we should definitely be following um, the one third principle and also obviously we have to remember that the prophet peace be upon him used to live a very simple life and he didn't have like that much access to so many different types of food like we have today so definitely this hadith um, might in, in that extent not be relatable but we can definitely follow the sunnah. I think that is a very relevant point because some of us actually end up eating way too much and then we can't move ourselves. But in Islam, it teaches us definitely that we should have the ability to move ourselves even after eating. But at the same time, keeping the balance of making sure we have eaten enough food and stuff. And I think that science is now picking up, like, you know, in the present science, they're picking up that 
this way of eating is really good, but then one never ever credit Islam for it, which is very sad because they also came up with the idea that intermittent fasting is a really good thing, but it was never credited to Islam anyway. They basically thought that, you know, they came up with the idea, but our prophet has been telling us like 1400 years ago anyway peace be upon him and this basically shows us this hadith that we have to have a balanced eating it doesn't say like necessarily oh don't eat junk food or anything like that it's it's kind of saying like you know we have to eat in a such a way that we feel energized after eating and not less energy like if you know some some of us eat so much like for example when i eat too much um my energy level goes so low that I feel like to fall asleep literally sometimes. And that tells me that I've eaten way too much and, you know, I'm not able to do the things that I wanted to do after eating. For example, maybe some university work or something like that. And when I eat, don't eat at all, then I also get the stomach, you know, noise in my belly and telling me like, why are you not eating food? And uh, that tells me in a way that I'm not eating enough. So it has to be like a balance. It has to make you feel energized, more concentrated and ability to do for you to do basic things after eating as well and also this way of eating i think it differentiates us from non-muslims as well because i don't think that if i'm correct me if i'm wrong but i don't think in the jewish or christian or any other religion type of um scriptures i don't think there is a way of eating that people should follow maybe i'm not really sure but i think that um islam has clearly laid us out that we should be following the one-third rule principle because in that way because Let's be honest, the prophet used to follow it, so we must follow it too. And this brings us to our last question of this podcast episode, which I think everybody has been waiting for to know. And that is, what are some of the sunnah tips to lose weight or what are some personal tips that we have used previously in our lives to lose weight as well? Uh, definitely and I think that this is probably what some of you guys may have been waiting for because if you've gained weight or if you just want to lose some weight after Ramadan then you know you can follow these tips so the first tip that I would like to actually give is to definitely um, go back to exercise if you have uh, been not if you've not been exercising during Ramadan or if you've been doing very light exercises because obviously we do not want to tire ourselves out while we're fasting or during Ramadan so if you definitely feel like you want to make sure that you are you know losing all those calories losing all that air that has built up in your stomach then you definitely need to exercise and exercising if you feel like you haven't been doing it for one month or if you, if you haven't been doing it for a certain or long period of time then I definitely think you should start small don't just go straight back to like four times a week exercise because your your body's just going to be shocked so you want to start slow and even if you do it let's say three times a week for after Ramadan then maybe start with some light exercises and then increase the intensity maybe every week um and just basically make sure you're starting slow because you do not want to shock your body and make yourself feel unwell all of a sudden. So definitely start slow, but do exercise because it will help you to lose those calories and help you to lose weight. Uh, the second tip that I would give is to actually try to avoid sugary foods. Um, and definitely this is probably something that all of us are guilty of, especially if you love having desserts in Ramadan, like in Iftar, uh, in Suhoor, if you have been having desserts which has, which has sugar in it, especially 
white sugar, then that will actually be, um, you know, pretty sad. But a good alternative for sugar is actually jaggery. Jaggery is actually a very good um, type of like sweetener that is not uh, sugar and is definitely healthier. So I definitely think that if you really want to have some sweet food, uh, I personally don't really like jaggery that much. But if you actually like it, um, or even dates, dates is also a very good um type of food as well but just try to avoid sugar because that is going to make you gain weight so that's my tip and my last tip to lose weight after Ramadan or in general is to actually try to reduce your portion sizes now for now I know that my sister personally she has basically like this specific plate that she actually eats from and it's very like a bowl and it's basically a very small plate and if she has taken her food like by by the time she's taken like the third time she already feels like oh my god I've taken my food three times so she basically feels like that so definitely try to reduce portion sizes possibly by having a smaller plate or even just by making sure that if you're eating without having the tv on and really just concentrating on your food and seeing how much you're really taking in so definitely those are my tips to lose weight I think these points are very, very good. And I think that everybody should follow if you really want to seriously lose those extra kilos they'll be gaining during Ramadan. And to add to those um, tips, my first tip will be to make sure that I know that we have been eating very irregularly during Ramadan. Like some of us wake up at 2 and then eat at 8 o'clock again at p.m. Uh, that can be very irregular in a way. But um, I think that after Ramadan, what I'm going to do personally, hopefully, inshallah, is to make sure that I don't eat after 6 p.m. again which I what I used to do basically before Ramadan because in that way I have the time enough to actually digest my food and my body digest the food very nicely in that way so even if I sleep at 8 9 10 or even 11 or 12 it doesn't really matter to my body anymore because it all has been digested very nicely and in that way um, the undigested food doesn't make me feel bloated or I have a very uneasy in sleeping and stuff so I think that definitely all of us should follow this um 6pm rule that we should not eat, really eat after 6pm and I know that in uh, maybe in Asian households this might not be something that you're really used to because some of us really love eating maybe around 8pm 9pm and stuff but that's not really good for your body if, especially if you're sleeping at 10 or 11 so my second tip will be to make sure that you're consistent with your goals. So if your goal is, let's say, 5 kg to lose weight after Ramadan, before a certain period of time, um, let's say your deadline is on August, you want to reach maybe from 60 to 55 again. Um, in that way, you have to be very consistent with your goals because if you're not consistent and you do this on and off, um, you won't see, I guarantee you, you will not see any changes at all because you have to be something very consistent. So that could be um, exercising consistently consistently for uh, I don't know for five weeks or something like that every single day for about 20 minutes that could be one goal and you have to be very consistent because again Allah loves uh, those acts which are done consistently and we have to be doing this very very consistently again and number three my last tip will be to not eat um fast food after Ramadan because especially if those of us who are very addicted to Uber Eats or like not having to go out and buy something because the food comes in our homes uh, we can't be doing that if you want to lose weight um, after Ramadan because I know that and also this situation of COVID-19 I don't think is the best thing to do um, even if lockdown is out and everything because we don't know again what kind of food they've been preparing how well they have been preparing it for and I think that fast food would just it 
it will be just counterproductive to your goals and it will just add extra pressure for you to actually exercise more for no reason when you could be just abstaining those foods anyway. But if I had to pick one tip that you can take from this list that I think you should must follow is to avoid white sugar because white sugar I've seen in many studies before before I was starting to lose weight it makes you gain weight like about 10 kgs per year or something so if you eat white sugar you have to stop doing it because if there's anything that you have listened from here and you're thinking meh no I'm not gonna follow this if there's only one thing you should follow is avoiding white sugar because that's the most dangerous thing for our body because there are empty calories Uh, definitely and I think that also one of the most important things right now is like before even doing any of these tips is that you need to have the mindset that you want to lose weight because as my sister said you need to stay consistent in your goals and the only way you're going to really achieve consistency is by having an intention and if your intention to lose weight is to basically uh, attract other guys or something like that then that is not going to be a good thing like if you want to attract the opposite gender just by making yourself look good I mean if that's like a side effect I mean you can't really do anything about it but like your intention to lose weight should be that you want to be more healthier you want to be active you want to be fit you want to make yourself feel good whenever you exercise you want to have those endorphins you want to have that dopamine in your body which makes you feel much more happier and healthier so definitely have that mindset and then follow these tips and hopefully inshallah like we can all just benefit from these tips so those were basically our tips about how you can lose uh, weight after Ramadan and I would just like to end with a hadith from Al-Bukhari and Al-Muslim and I quote mention Allah's name i.e. saying Bismillah before starting to eat uh, eat with your right hand and eat from what is near you end quote so this hadith clearly shows exactly what we have to do before we start eating because obviously I've also heard that when you say Bismillah before eating shaitan goes away and he cannot eat with you which means that you will eat uh, and you will feel less bloated like eventually because you know shaitan is literally like vomiting it out eating it and that's just really bad so you will actually understand when you're full if you say bismillah and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give you rewards for that as well hopefully inshallah so yeah alhamdulillah we have come to the end of our wonderful episode today we really hope that inshallah you've learned something new also if you did not know we're trying our best to inshallah post a new episode every day of ramadan here in abc islam if you're excited please subscribe or follow us on our podcast platforms such as google podcasts apple podcasts and spotify most platforms are free and you don't even need to log on make sure to obviously check out the description box below where we have some free gifts send us some questions for our q a on eid and make sure to eat with your right hand as we've said and you know eat from what is near you say bismillah all that stuff and jazakallah khair for listening may allah bless us all and we'll inshallah see you next time assalamu alaikum